tell you one thing, if another green man pops out of me, I'm shooting first and asking questions later. They're coming to get you, Barbara. You are on the verge of destroying the entire universe. You're listening to Creeps in the Night with Sam and Logan. <laughs> Welcome everyone to episode 9 of Creeps of the Night. Sit back, relax, and let us whisk you away to the realm of the unknown. I'm Logan Marks, and this week Sam escorted an interview with the lovely Danny Dreadful, a YouTube horror storyteller. She brings the most dreadful creepypasta legends to life. Please check her out. She's got a great voice and some really good creepy stories. Uh, you will be entertained for hours. So without further ado, I give you an interview with Danny Dreadful. Welcome everyone to another episode. I've got an interview here with somebody that's really cool, somebody I really like, really nice person. Her name is Danny Dreadful, YouTube narrator. How are you doing, Danny? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm not bad. You know, just trying to get by, trying to get these interviews in place. It's it's tough. We're all working hard, aren't we? We're all hustling. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially because it's October. It's spooky season. The best time. It is. <laughs> it's, no, it's no better time. So this is this is probably where you guys are really getting hit up, you know, heavy with your with your workload. But uh, I just got to ask, what made you decide to start doing horror narrations? Yeah, great question. So actually, I used to listen to Creepypasta all the time before bed. Um, my husband and I would listen to them together. And my mm -hmm. husband came up with the idea. He said, I think you should try your hand at it because you have a really good voice. And I think you'd be great at it. I have always been a very big fan of horror and um just everything spooky, love everything about Halloween. So one day, actually about a year ago, I decided to try my hand at it and I actually really loved it. It took a little bit of a hiatus and then about three months ago I came back to it, came back strong and <laughs> now I am just narrating uh, twice a week and uh, upcoming I'm doing 13 nights of Halloween. So I've got some fun stuff coming out. Well, that's, that sounds like that's going to be really fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, some of us, like me, I just grew up liking, you know, horror and creepy things. Just things that go bump in the night. Things that are unexplained. I'm not sure if you're the same way, but if not, or even so, um, have you had anything creepy or unexplained happen in your life? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've had a few instances, actually. I guess I'll talk about... One time, uh, when I was about eight or nine, we lived in this very old house, and it had a very creepy attic, and it had a very, very creepy basement. So one time, I was walking downstairs, because the laundry was in the basement, so I was walking downstairs to do my laundry, and I felt like I was going to fall forward. The way the stairs were, they were very, um, uh, like, they were slim stairs, so kind of, like, kind of steep. Yeah, okay. steep there you go narrow. that's the word <laughs> narrow and steep gotcha yeah so um i was about to fall and i kid you not i felt something grab me back and i don't know i guess it was a good thing because i would have gotten very very hurt but it was very creepy at the time and i was just i just ran upstairs i was like i don't need to do laundry that bad um, wait a minute so like it, it yanked your collar or something like it grabbed the back of my shirt and like yanked me back yeah it, it was crazy and i don't know i guess it was protecting me in a sense because if i fell i would mm -hmm. have ha gotten very injured so it mm -hmm. was um it was very weird and creepy but there were a few things that always happened in that house um every, it was interesting my sister had just come to visit and we were talking about the house 
And I never disclosed anything with her because she was always frightened by everything. <laughs> I was okay. more, and she's my older sister, which is funny. But, um, you know, I didn't want to ever freak her out. So I would mm-hmm. always hear something in the attic because we were on um, the top floor and I would always hear like knocking or something creepy in the attic and every single night. So when she was here, she we just got on the discussion about um, we were just talking about the conjuring house and stuff like that. And then I was like, well, you know, uh, you remember that house on 49 Prospect Street? I'm pretty sure it was haunted. And she was like, yeah, I would always hear like weird noises in the attic before I went to bed. That's why I kept the TV on every night. And then I thought it was crazy because that's how I felt, too, because I was always so nervous about going to sleep because I would always hear knocking. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there was also one room in the attic where it was like a separate room. And I tried to turn it into my clubhouse. But every time I go up there, things would be moved. And I would always get so mad at my mom and dad and be like, why are you moving my stuff? This is my clubhouse. (laughs) And they were like, wait for my shit. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, And they swore up and down. They never touched my stuff. Um, And then my sister said that she literally would not go up there because she was so scared of the attic. And every time she went up there, she got such a freaky feeling. And I was exactly the same way. So it was just interesting that we had very similar stories and never disclosed them with one another until we're in our 30s now, you know? (laughs) Yes. So you were afraid to go up there, yet you decided to make it your clubhouse. I wasn't really that scared. <laughs> like I said, I always loved paranormal stuff. So I, was I know, kinda, I know. <laughs> but like glutton for punishment. I love yeah, it. and then it's like as soon as when I went, when I made it into my clubhouse, and then I was like, okay, maybe this is a little bit too much. That's that's enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, this shit's bullshit. Come <laughs> <like>, out, <laughs> you win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the clubhouse never got made. It's okay. So, so do you think your sister did she ever disclose anything like being like touched, like like you know pulled, pushed, anything like that at all as well? She did not, but she did tell me a story about how when I was probably like eleven, um, I was just um, sleepwalking. I don't have any recollection of this at all. But she said I was sleepwalking, and we had bunk beds, and I climbed up to her top bunk and was just like yelling something at her and like i had no idea like no yeah i was like that is really freaky and she said at the same time there was like knocking on like footsteps upstairs and she was freaked out and she like ran into my parents room and i honestly i don't remember any of that so when she told me that i um (laughs) i was like well that is very freaky i i'm glad i don't remember that because what i don't know it just that was insane to me but that's the most um that we really discussed about it because after that i said okay let's drop the subject let's just uh let's watch yeah. halloween town or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's do something better let's, yeah. Yeah, let's watch a horror movie yeah <laughs> let's do this pray to the devil and watch a horror movie as we do ouija board let's oh do something God. better oh and that was another thing too our downstairs neighbor the teenage girl she used to always play with a ouija board down in the basement and by herself um no like with her friends and she would always invite my sister and i but my sister and i were younger than her like um she was Mm -hmm. probably like 15 16 my sister was 12 i was like nine so okay she would always invite us and i was like um you know i've seen enough movies to know even at that age i was like i'm not messing with that stuff but i'm pretty sure she probably brought something into the house to be honest with you because she was always down there playing with the ouija board but it's weird because like certain people i talk to and like personal experiences it seems like the ouija board some people are like this is bullshit mm-hmm. like this is there's nothing to it and then some people are like oh my god don't ever touch that thing it's the worst thing ever it's like 
I don't, I don't know. I, I wonder what the rhyme or reason is behind that. Like, why some people expect, like, some people really want to, mm-hmm. and they get nothing. Yeah. And some people, like, just inadvertently or on purpose do it, and it's like, who knows? Yeah, I don't Damn. know. I don't know. Maybe it has to do with, like, if there's actually a spirit around you. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not quite sure. I just know I will not mess with that because I really do believe in it, and I just don't mm-hmm. want to bring any negative juju into my life. So <laughs> yeah. we'll keep the... what. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Again. Think about it. What if, what if, by her doing that, she brought in a spirit that saved you? So maybe it was positive juju in your life. That is very, very possible. Um, around that time, yeah. though, my aunt had passed away, so it might have like that's what oh. I was thinking too. Like maybe it was like a Could guardian agent, a guardian angel, or something, or mm-hmm. something to that extent. But um, yeah, you know, because obviously I didn't get pushed down the stairs. It was the opposite effect. Yeah. So it was definitely a good spirit. Um, it would have been easier for your parents to think that you just tripped or stumbled, right? Exactly. If, had you been pushed. Exactly. And this one saved you. So, yeah. Like I said, guardian angel. You haven't felt anything with the guardian angel since? Not really. Um, honestly, I I can't say that I have. Um, I think that was like the one time. Um, but yeah, hey, it was good. I, I mean, that's good enough. Yeah, right? that, yeah, that's absolutely. A good she saved and your ass, like so. I said, it might have just been someone in the house, like a um, a residual haunting Mm -hmm. you know like when the ghosts don't know that they're actually dead so they're just kind of like hanging Mm -hmm. around there and maybe Mm -hmm. the ghost thought like oh this is the girl that i see every day i don't want her to get hurt be careful you know it could have been one one day she's gonna be a popular youtube narrator (laughs) scary stories we need her we need her she needs to tell my story for me i should yeah i I really need to write this story actually that would be a great because i do originals on my channel as well so that would be a fun okay so yeah so I was going to ask that next question. So where do you get a lot of your stories from? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I do write some of my own stories. Not many. I think I have about four up on my channel right now. But for the most part, I will use um, the Creepypasta Wiki, which is pretty much open source. Like you can use any of the narrations on there. Or there mm-hmm. is a Reddit um, forum called Free to Read Creepypastas. So I get my stories oh. from there. And it literally says on there like, uh, you know, narration is becoming very big right now, so please feel free to narrate these on your channels, which is wonderful because there are some times where I'm just stumped and I just don't know what story to read or to narrate. And then I go to that mm. page and I'm like, oh, this is great. There's like 17 different stories that I want to read from here. So, um, oh, and, that's great. Yeah. And also, recently I have made friends with um, a very good author. His name is Scott Donnelly. Uh, I've actually okay. reached out to him from the creepypasta website because the creepypasta mm-hmm. website's different than the wiki you have to actually get permission on the creepypasta website and i read one of his stories on there it was um i will give birth to the end of mankind and i loved it so much so i kind of like stalked him i was like hi can i please narrate this on my <laughs> channel <laughs> and he loved it so much that he let me narrate his uh, he had asked me to narrate his novella cheater cheater which is a really cool story. I did it in three parts um, for my Sunday Scary series. And um, so I became very good friends with him, and he's been sending me stories to narrate. And then I have a few other authors that I work with as well. Rose Black um, and PA Nightmares has sent me a few things. He's also a narrator as well. So kind of just networking and um, making friends with different authors and using the wiki site. That's pretty much where I get my stories. So Scott Donnelly, he's basically just writes. He doesn't narrate at all, right? He is not a narrator, but he is an okay. author. Yeah, he's um he is on Amazon. So if you guys want to check him out, I highly suggest him. He's a wonderful author. Like this story, Cheater Cheater, is perfect for Halloween. It is a Halloween story, mm-hmm. so 
Mm. I would definitely suggest checking that out either on my channel or on Amazon to read the book. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds good. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a look after yeah. this. So, ha, ha, you know, besides going to those places where they like they allow you to do it, because I've also seen in the past, like, some stories I've listened to them, and then eventually they're like, I had to take this down because people were complaining. Like, have you had anybody complain, like, hey, you, you basically took this without my permission? No, I, I actually do always get permission. Um, in my earlier ones, I did not know that was a thing, that you had to get permission, but luckily they were on mm-hmm. the wiki, so I was saved. But any of the ones that I saw that, like, I actually, once I found out that you did need permission, I went through all my stories and just made sure that they're on the wiki, so I didn't have to take them down. But I, I honestly, okay. I feel like as artists as well, like authors, or, um, writers, artists, um, mm-hmm. It's always best to get their permission because you don't want to do something yes. that they don't want to do. I agree. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I've, I've heard of there's been some good stories I've heard. And then, like, I want to go hear them again. And the, the narrator's like, yeah, I had to take it down. Mm-hmm. You know, they complain. You know, they post it on Reddit. And, you know. Yeah, Reddit. Um, so there are so many awesome stories on Reddit. And besides the Creepypasta website, there are, um, like, let's not meet stories on Reddit and true, mm-hmm. true things. But those a hundred percent always always reach out to the author um i'm actually pending two stories right now um from different authors on reddit because i haven't gotten their permission to read it yet so i won't read Mm -hmm. that as like if they don't answer me i just won't read it so is there some type of horror criteria you look for in like in stories you want to you want to narrate yeah absolutely so i really love like paranormal stories. Those are my favorite. Um, Some days I'll look for maybe like a dark web. It really depends on the mood I'm in. Um, Mm -hmm. For the most part, I like doing creature stories. I like... um, Oh, I love those. Yeah. I actually, for my... um, for Creepypasta Day, which is October 13th, I'm narrating The Rake, which is one of my absolute favorite, favorite, all-time favorite creepypastas. So I'm super excited okay. for that one. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, as long as they have a very creepy undertone to them, if that makes sense, that's what I'm looking yes. for. I want something that's going to scare my audience, but at the same time, I can still narrate it in a soothing way. So I'm assuming that sometimes some people send you things like you said... You know, some of these guys, people send you like stories to read. Have you ever came across any stories that was so dark and disturbing you declined to to read them? No, I have not. That I don't know that I. Um, the only thing I will not read is if there's any like killing of animals. Um, that is one thing. Like if there's like a death of a dog or a cat, I won't read that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I know it sounds weird because I do read some stories that like people get killed, but if it's an animal, mm-hmm. I just won't. I will not read that. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That's that's just too much, huh? Yeah, because I'm a huge animal lover. I have two cats and a puppy. I just can't. Or like kids, too. Like, you know, just I -hmm. try to stay away from those um, adults, eh, you know, but I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. You know what? I've I've met people who are like that. They love their animals and they're like, I'd rather see a human die than than an animal. Okay. Yeah, but it's just. How about nobody dies? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the creepypastas I read are kind of dark, but um, for the most part, I try to keep it. Um, as I won't say PG cause they're not really PG, but, um, so I actually, I started, I worked with another author as well. Um, absolute paranormal. He's awesome. And he sent me what's called a feels pasta. It's like, it's a sadder story, but it's still in the paranormal realm. And I actually really loved reading that. So I'm, I'm actually looking to read more of those in the future. What is it called? So it's called a feels pasta. It's basically like, mm -hmm, instead of like creepy, it's more of like Mm -hmm. you feel sad 
during the story. Oh. Yeah, but it has like that paranormal aspect to it. Like so, um, yeah, that one was a good one. That one. Uh, so that and I guess just yeah, I haven't really gotten anything from anyone that was like way too dark. But if they're like I said, if it was something where I didn't feel comfortable narrating, then I would definitely let them know like, hey, this is not up my alley. So. You know, there's so many, you know, good stories out there, stuff that I've listened to. Like like you, I, you know, I was always listening to these all the time. They would bleed into my dreams. I had to take a break, you know, because I was yeah, having yeah. Some, some pretty bad dreams. But, you know, I was a lot of the, the dark web, like you said, you wanted to get into. I feel like those are pretty disturbing. And yeah. I, I had to stop listening to those for a while just because the, the amount of things they talked about, you know, like you said, like animals and children being, you know, hurt mm-hmm. in one way or another or killed it was mm-hmm. like oh, you know it's, it's a bit too much yeah so it was, i'm surprised you i mean that it seems like it's gonna be hard to find some good stuff on there but i i know there's a lot of stuff and a lot of people love that stuff and i'm not knocking anybody it's just a little bit much for me yeah yeah absolutely no i totally get it um some of the stories i read i'm like oof wow but um to be honest i try to keep it in like the creature realm I like that. Mm-hmm. I like those stories the best. Um, what what other type of creatures do you like besides the rake? Um, so I guess Slenderman would be one of my absolute favorites as well. Um, mm-hmm. That was one. So I actually have not done the Slenderman story. I feel like I'm not sure that I couldn't find like the actual story of Slenderman um, on the creepypasta website or on the wiki it's just kind of like a description of what he is but just there Mm -hmm. you know there's movies about him um and he's very creepy and then um so i would say when i first got into creepypastas i that was whenever you would like google creepypasta slender man was one of the first that comes yeah exactly um (laughs) and then there's like um i guess any of like the um the Skinwalker stories, those are always really good. God, those are so good. The Wendigo stories. Um, yes. So I'm looking to do... I couldn't find a very... I haven't looked hard enough yet, but I'm looking for like a good Wendigo story to read, to narrate. So, um, But I, I think those are succubus. Those are cool stories. So mm-hmm. those different kinds of creatures, I'm always looking into stuff like that. Um, I just feel like sometimes I will read a story and it's not it's not a creature story it's just a story on the wiki and just be completely enamored by it and be like okay i'm i'm narrating this because it's a really cool story yeah 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 you know you know the one i'm not sure if you're too familiar with is goat man oh yeah absolutely i love those stories yeah there's actually hopefully hopefully i'm sorry go 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 ahead (laughs) i was gonna say i I hope you do some more of some stories like that things like that because I really find Goatman to be fascinating. Just some of the, the, the stories that he's like terrorized people with. and Yeah, well, that's great. I always ask feedback, especially on my Instagram. I usually do polls and just ask people like, what do you want me to narrate next? I actually had two um, requests that I am fulfilling. One was Liars, which is um, my upcoming video for Thursday or tomorrow rather. Okay. And then another one was Ben Drowned. And I have gotten so many requests for that. I'm not even joking. That's the highest requested one that I've gotten since I started. So I decided that will be part of my 13 Nights of Halloween. So I'm going mm-hmm. to um, upload that for a Halloween story. But there was actually... So there's this bridge in um, Texas where I live. And it's like... Apparently, you see a goat man on it at 
midnight or something every night. I don't know the actual legend, but mm-hmm. since it's going to be Halloween soon, uh, my friends and I are going to drive to the bridge and see if we find the goat man. So. Oh, you better record this. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. This. Absolutely. Um, that is going to be definitely like an Instagram story or maybe even I'll upload mm-hmm. it to YouTube. But, you know, also mm-hmm. just it'll be fun. I think you know, I love no. doing st- stupid stuff like this because, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're talking to the king of stupid <laughs> stuff. Okay. <laughs> so many things like that I've done. I mean, I've done Ouija boards and graveyards and, oh. and abandoned house nice <laughs> yeah. yeah nothing happened that's that's what i'm trying to tell you it's like ah, okay. some people things happen to like i said we were like looking we went to like places where you know people have like lots of like car wrecks and died we mm-hmm. went to like roads like that we, we it was just it was nothing and like i said some people some people swear by it some people were you know freaked out by it and some people like it's trash and yeah. I, I have to be one of the people that say that you know it's like I didn't, there was nothing that really, you know, we didn't see anything. So I was like, eh. Yeah, exactly. But again, everybody's different. Yeah. I mean, if, um, if I did it and I saw something, I'd be like, wow, this is crazy. But if I did not see anything, then I'd probably feel the same way. Like, okay, well maybe it just, you know, didn't work or something, but still just to, it's actually funny because my husband is, um, (laughs) he's pretty superstitious and I started recently wearing, um, like healing crystal necklaces just like to um heighten my just uh my energies so like for instance right now i'm wearing like citrine and it's like supposed to help with your creativity and he's just like you're gonna open up a portal with that (laughs) i'm like nope that's not how it works (laughs) so there will be (laughs) so this is like there will be no ouija boards in this house um although my studio actually i have like a whole bunch of little like skulls everywhere and he's just like you look like you're summoning the demon And it's so Did funny. Voodoo priestess or um, something? Yeah, and it's so funny because um, we had our one year inspection for our house. So this guy comes in to expect the media room where I keep my my studio in, and like he just mm. walks in. I have all these skulls. I have like um, a lightning bolt LED light and like all padding, like purple and oh, black padding. And he was just like, "Well, this looks a lot different than last year." <laughs> and my husband was like. <laughs> Could you just, you couldn't just say it's like your recording room for your podcast or something. And I was like, nope. I was just like, yeah, I'm like a devil priestess over here. (laughs) Yeah, you should, you should offer that guy like a drink. Here, drink this. (laughs) Like a red drink. (laughs) Insist. Yeah, insist he drinks it. Here, drink this. I try and corner him in the room, like block the door, drink this. You you can't leave unless you drink this. And it was so funny because, like, I didn't even think anything of it because um, my mm-hmm. office is off. So I have, like, a little room in the stu- in my media room, and then I have my office in the same room. But I didn't think anything of it. I'm just, like, sitting here working my day job, and he's just, like, coming. He's, like, looking around. His face is, like, scrunched up. He's like, well, this looks a lot different. And I I, was, yeah. I just turned around and smiled. I'm like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Back to my job. <laughs> like you said, like I said, you should have fucked with us. That's I me. I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> Should have been like you should have had like a hammer. Come here, <laughs> come here, come over here. Oh my and gosh! I, yeah, I should have been wearing yeah, like just, a robe, like a robe over my head. You should have, <laughs> yeah. Next time, dark makeup, Next time, everything. Yeah, that w- yeah. Or actually, I'm being a demon for Halloween, so I'll just put on my full fledged demon makeup and oh, there you go. Oh gosh, that's I love it. That's the best. Oh, that was funny though. <laughs> so you've done a lot of stories, you know on. on on YouTube, you've narrated, I, you know, I've seen your page and you've got like, quite a bit under your belt, but are you finding it a little more difficult to find the type of stories you really want? 
Like, is there like just a lot of bullshit coming in? You're like, nope, nope, nope. And you, and you just finding what you really like makes you happy, makes your audience happy. Um, I would say I haven't even scratched the surface yet. Um, oh. yeah, from, right. from yeah, because I I've only have I think I just got to fifty uploads last week. Um, so I still have there are a ton of stories out there. But however, I will say there was one day I just felt really irritated with everything that I was reading. And I I think it was just a a meath problem because everything I was reading, I was like, nope, I don't like this. I don't like this. This isn't scary enough. So what I did was I just wrote my own story and it actually was one of the highest views on my channel for a while. So that one's called the Mm. that one's called the shy one. And it's an original story and it's creepy. It's like has that creepy aspect to it. Um, Mm. And. I think that was one of my favorite stories that I've written. And then there was another one called The Taking Tree. But that's usually what happens. Like, I'll be reading all these stories, and I'm just like, they're just not doing anything for yeah. me. Like, I, I just can't I can't vibe with them. But to be honest with you, lately, since I've been using the wiki, it, that was an issue. Before that, I didn't know about the wiki, and I didn't know about the free-to-read creepypasta Reddit. So I was just going off of... Um, I guess like the regular Reddit where you have to ask the authors to narrate it. So I was Mm -hmm. waiting on things and then just writing my own just seemed easier at the time. But now that I have those two Mm -hmm. resources, I swear they're just, they're amazing. Like I can find stories that I really vibe with and my audience really likes too. That's great. Yeah. That that makes it better, I guess. And again, you don't have to count on other people. There's been a lot of times where I've like, you know, I'm really looking for stories or you know, we have our podcast and, mm-hmm. you know, I want to talk about certain topics and sometimes it's just like, no, no, no. So yeah. I'm just wondering with you, I know there's a lot out there and you have to compete with a lot of other narrators, you know, cause I don't know if you've, you know, done a lot of things that other people have, you know, cause there's been times where I've listened to somebody, great story. I listened to another narrator. I already heard that story on this other page. And so I turn it off. Mm-hmm. I know it's not fair to the other them. You know, I know they worked on it, but I just don't want to hear it again. Right. It just, that's yeah. just how it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, <clears throat> so I was just wondering, you know, like with all the narrators out there, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are narrating and I was just wondering if there's like too much, you know, is it oversaturated? Is there enough stories? You know, sometimes some of the stories I've read, like through Reddit, you kind of get the same story, but it's just changed, tweaked a little bit by different writers. And so mm-hmm. I was wondering, like you said, if, if you ever come to like some type of roadblock and like, but it sounds like you write your own stories if you do. Yeah. And not only that, um, it's actually interesting because I get a lot of the times that like every narrator that I've listened to has a different voice. They have a different tone. Mm-hmm. So we all bring something different to the table. So a lot of people mm-hmm. will say like, oh, I heard this on so-and-so's, but um, I also like how you did it. You took it. So honestly, I don't feel like, I don't like calling it competition. I would say it's like, there's just so many people in the world and we can share all of our fans. <laughs> like, like my voice. No, I gotcha. No, definitely. But it's like, so my voice may not be the bread and butter for someone like who likes mm-hmm. um let's see like mortis media or something or but mm-hmm. i'm not offended by that it's just like if they don't like my voice yeah. they don't like my voice but exactly. i get what you mean like there's just so many different stories um that narrators are doing at the same time that actually happened to me i had a story lined up that i wanted to do and um another narrator who i actually love like I love his voice so much he released it the same day that I was going to release mine and I didn't want to do that because I'm such a new narrator and I was like well you know what um I'm going to wait a few weeks and then I'll release mine later 
Um, so I just found another story to narrate that day because I don't like, I, even though it's like the same story and I didn't want it mm-hmm. coming out the exact same day because some of his fans, maybe like one or two follow me. So I didn't want to be like, oh yeah, we have the same story. That's weird. Yeah. So, but it was funny cause I guess we must've gotten approval from the person like the same day. <laughs> so oh, that's crazy. Yeah. But they I mean, just, they were just signing off on everybody. huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but it's cool though. I really enjoy like, especially when I make uh, friends with different authors that's always mm-hmm. so great there was one another author i made friends with uh, um michael page so i reached out to him um because i actually heard a story by the dark somnium who i love and mm-hmm. i loved the story so much uh, i didn't want to narrate the exact same story so i just went on michael page's uh, blog and i just found a story and i asked him i reached out i was like hey can i read this story and he let me so and then actually after that pa nightmares reached out to him and he read another story on his channel so it's pretty cool nice. it's like we all kind of share resources um in our mm-hmm. little group because then it's just helpful for everyone um but I, at the same time i don't like if i know someone's narrating a story already i try mm-hmm. not to like i'll try to do something else at least for that week yeah. you know yeah it makes sense yeah because because like all of us you know whoever our favorites like I might jump to you, then jump to you know to Michael's page right after, and and you don't want to see new content. Didn't want to be the same story. I right, get that. exactly, exactly. I get but that. like I said, everyone Smart. like has a different preference. Like some people really like my voice, some people don't like my voice, and that's totally fine. It's like it's it's up to your discretion. I'm not gonna get mad. <laughs> no, no, of course. But here yeah. here's a more important question: mm-hmm. How do you feel about your own voice? Um, I like it. It's okay. I mean, it's... You do? It's okay. I mean, it's hard because sometimes, like, listening back to my editing, I'm like, oh, I hate doing this part because I have to listen to my voice a million times. But once it's all put together, sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, I don't sound that bad. But a lot of, like, people tell me I have a good voice and it just, um, it makes me feel better because when I first started... I did not like my mm-hmm. voice, and I was like, "Oh, this is hard." Like listening to myself all the time. It's but I've cringe. Grown... Yeah, yeah. But I've grown to like it. Um, like I'm not like, "Oh my god, I'm obsessed with my voice. I'm so good." But like when I'm done editing and everything, I'm like, "Okay, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be." <laughs> yeah, my partner and I, Logan, we've done over like 140 episodes, and I still can't stand my voice. So. <laughs> oh, no, you have a good voice, though. No, I I know what you oh, mean, though. It's like you. it's so like going back and editing. Sometimes I'm just like I can't today. I can't listen to my voice yeah. eight times. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't do it. You're like I just want to strangle this person. Oh wait, it's me. <laughs> like, okay, I need to take a break. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. It's, yeah. But I I know that's that's hard for a lot of people. And like I said, I'm one of them. Some people like I know I've talked to people like oh yeah I just love my voice. I'm like okay great. Yeah, you know? I mean some people love to listen to themselves. Good. Yeah, like some people love listening to themselves speak. Mm-hmm. I'm not really one of those people. No. But um, no. <laughs> I definitely, no. I mean, my fans love it. So um, I'm yeah, going to continue that's doing important. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- you know, there's been, you know, I won't, I won't give any names out, but there's been times I've listened to people and I just couldn't deal mm-hmm. with their voice. So I'm glad you have a good voice. So that, you know, oh, you got a good fan base. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that that's it too. Like sometimes, um, you know, I, there are different voice like i said before like there are definitely like different voices for everyone sometimes Mm -hmm. people might like not like me but like i said they'll like someone completely different and it just really depends on what kind of voice you want to listen to telling you a creepy story (laughs) yeah no i i got you i got you it's everything you know we're not for everybody right yeah exactly and that's um that's something i had to remind myself 
a lot because, mm-hmm. you know, I've um, knock on wood, I've never gotten a bad comment like on my channel. But when I did a collab, I got a few nasty comments and I just had to remind myself like, it's okay. Like, it's fine. Not, not for just everyone. Gonna ask you that. <laughs> I was just going to ask you that if you ever got, if anyone's ever complained to you on social media. Um, so you did with a collab? Somebody did? Yeah, it was, it wasn't like a terrible like a terrible comment it was just like well i guess it just said like no she's not good for narrating and i was like okay and i got upset about it but at the same time like well that's one person out of like you know yeah like hundreds thousands (laughs) who listen to his channel so it's fine Mm -hmm. but at the same time from that collab i did gain a hundred and something subs from it so like at that that that's when you know it's like okay so i can't be that terrible (laughs) so yeah it was worth it yeah you 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 got a few bad and, and like we just said, you know, you can't make everybody happy. And, exactly. And, it, and maybe they wanted to hear the other person more. Like, Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, when you're doing collabs, um, it's always, like, putting yourself out there and just knowing, like, hey, they're coming to this person's channel to listen to this person. So mm-hmm. if, you know, if you're not yeah. that person, they might yeah, they not might be, be happy. They <laughs> might be, yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's right. You know, like I said, it's, it's hard because... You know, we're our own we're our own worst critics. Absolutely, and, yeah. And then when somebody else criticizes us, it just kind of it reiterates. Oh man, I suck. Yeah. <laughs> versus yeah. Versus you know taking it as you know the compliments. Yeah, I got I got in a pretty like sad place for like maybe an hour or two, and I was like, okay, you know what? Um, this yeah, person, you know, it's fine. They just don't like me. And then I went on my channel. And to, you know, my comments that I saw and it just made me much more happy because my people who actually like me, they really like mm-hmm. me. And that's amazing. And I feel like I have a pretty small fan base, but they're some of the most amazing people. Um, like mm-hmm. my one friend, Cody, like he has literally gone to every single one of my premieres, like since I've mm-hmm. talked to him. And I think he probably was one of my very first subscribers. And he's just such like so supportive. And I just have like really great fans and they always like talk to me on instagram and stuff i love instagram Mm. that's like the main way people can reach me is usually through instagram but it's just really cool i don't know it's like it's it's crazy to think like i actually have fans but (laughs) it's like me yeah no like it's just weird but um, i know huh like 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 i'm I'm saying supposed to be somebody important (laughs) (laughs) yeah nobody's supposed to be talking to me (laughs) and you know and then i've got like my friend Matt on Instagram, who's very supportive, and just like a whole bunch, and even my narrator friends like uh, PA Nightmares, Lone Wolf, uh, Derek Weber, like they're all so amazing. And you know, if you get like the thing with like the little group that I am in, like when we get down on ourselves, you just talk to one of them, and they're like, "Hey, like you know," they kind of lift you up and pull you out of yeah. your funk so that's it's good it's definitely good. cool yeah i love this it's, community it's good to have friends like that absolutely yeah so you talked about like instagram so i feel like a lot of people that i that i meet like in real life or on instagram they used to be really religious but but they've turned from that and they gravitate towards like horror themed interests so my question to you is do you think religion has anything to do with the amount of good horror stories or movies that we're seeing nowadays Hmm. Like like demons, you know, devils, like stuff like that. Priests, because like I said, a lot of people, I don't know. It's like it's like they were so into God for so many years, and then now they've turned and like they have all of these deep like demonic stories to tell. Like that are. Um, do you find like do you do you meet anybody like that on Instagram or even in like I don't know if you meet a lot of people in real life 
due to COVID and stuff. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, um, I would say that people I know in real life aren't that religious. I know like a few of my friends, they are Christian, they go to church, um, but okay. they're definitely not into the demonic stuff. Um, they're not. Mm-mm. But I would say okay. people I met on Instagram, I don't. I don't really, we don't really talk about religion. Um, so, but for okay. the most part, if I, I feel like most of them are probably, I know one of my friends on Instagram is an atheist. So, def- mm-hmm. but I mean, we don't really go into religion too much, to be honest with you. So I can't really speak on that. But for the most part, I would say, I think it also has to do with like the types of, as you were saying before, like the type of mu- movies that are coming out now too. Like everything's like exorcisms mm-hmm. and things like that. So, yeah. Maybe they just they something happened to them and they're like, okay, well, all yeah, these movies coming I, I, out. <laughs> yeah, no, like I said, I've I've known some people that were just like super super duper religious and now they're like like this this one eighties like Anton Lavey type satanic Bible. <laughs> I'm oh, like, damn. wow, okay, wow, yeah. Like, like, what the hell turned you that way? But yeah, they, they won't they won't really talk about it or you know maybe they were saw some stuff in their churches and stuff and maybe yeah definitely i am i can't really speak on that i'm not i'm not very religious i'm more spiritual um of a person Mm -hmm. but um yeah i I can't really say about that but like i said the few people that i do know that are christian and go to church they they don't really they don't don't want it they want anything to do with (laughs) they don't they don't really get my uh (laughs) they see you my crazy my skull collection I keep it yeah, hidden yeah. in my. Just like, I told you I keep it hidden behind the curtains. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so other people who probably you know contact you through Instagram and stuff, I'm sure you know a lot of them are cool. So how do you decide who you want to collaborate with? Like, is there anybody that you like back? You don't have to give names, but have you ever decided like, nah, this person's too, like, too crazy or they they they're too narcissistic? You know, stuff like that. Have you ever? How do you decide like, who to collaborate with? So I would say for the most part, I don't think I've turned down a collab yet because I feel like mm-hmm. it's such a good opportunity um, for my small channel and also just like meeting people um, like narrators. So I have not yet turned down a collaboration. Um, I've only done maybe like a handful. I think maybe about, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> like 10 now. But um, okay, I would say... Yeah, I haven't turned any down. I might actually have to turn one down, though, coming up because there was um, a little bit of confusion with my recording and I had to find another story. And unfortunately, the authors are not getting back to me. But um, it's not because I don't want to work with this person. It's like I literally want to work with um, this narrator. So I'm Mm -hmm. just going to I'm going to wait another day or so and see if this author gets back to me. And if not, then I'm just going to have to pull the plug on it. But I have some great collabs coming up on my channel um, with Mr. Freaky Story, Lone Wolf, um, PA Nightmares, Derek Weber, That Haunted Show. Actually, I'm super excited for That Haunted Show because he is a podcaster and he talks about yeah. paranormal stuff and he wanted to try his hand at narrating. So I was like, yeah, awesome. Okay. Please like join my channel. So we did a collab um, and... Who else do I have in store? Yeah, I think that's all I have in store for October. Um, but for the most part, yeah, um, I've done a collab with Derek Weber. I've done a collab with Swamp Dweller. Um, I've done uh, Creepy Pasta Goblin, Lone Wolf, PA Nightmares. 
Maybe I didn't do as many as I thought. Home of scares, bad vibes, storytelling. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's it. I'm sorry if so, I'm missing. So can anybody one. just? No, no, that's fine. That's cool. <laughs> but can can anyone just collaborate with you? Can they just hit you up and be like, hey? I'm doing a page. I'm starting up. Can can I just collaborate with you? Yeah, absolutely. Especially like even I know I only have about like 275 subs, but um, even if it's like a very small channel, I would absolutely love, love to help them grow because that's kind of what helped me just kind of getting mm-hmm. into this little group and like having them put me on their channels. Very helpful. So I want to give back and I definitely want to help the little guys out like the ones that are even smaller mm. than me, because I know sure. what it feels like to be at like 25 subs and thinking like, you're never going to get anywhere. <laughs> like, that's kind of how yes. I felt. It was, I met actually, oh, um, Dr. Grimm, he is going to be on my channel as well. But Dr. Grimm was the one who pretty much was like, hey, like, you're really good. You need to get more exposure. So at that point, I had 24 subs at the time. That was, I think, three months ago. And mm-hmm. he just like tweeted me and he like put me in all these different discord groups and everything and then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden i was getting collab requests i was getting friend requests from people and just kind of just met a whole bunch of great people and kind of helped you blow up a little bit yeah yeah definitely so he was amazing and i'm so grateful for him because he helped me a lot um but yeah anybody who wants to collab with me honestly i am totally open to collabs i love doing collabs they're fun and I just think, hmm. you know, we can help each other grow, share subs and everything. That's great. So, yeah. That's great. It's better to be, you know, helpful to everyone instead of being inclusive. Because I know yeah. a lot of people in the horror community sometimes are like, oh, these are this is our niche. You know, stay out. You know, and it's like, come on. No. Like yeah. I said, there's so many people in the world. Like, let's share all of our fans. <laughs> like, you know, like. I know. <laughs> it's just. Um, I got you. I'm definitely I'm not you. like that. I just feel like. Like I said, and like certain people like different voices. So, um, yeah, I'm always down to doing collabs. I always feel like they're super fun. And then you make friends out of that, too, because, you know, with um, Mm -hmm. PA Nightmares, I did a collab for his channel. And then he had me on the Traveler's Tavern, which is um, a live stream kind of podcast type of interviewing Mm -hmm. situation. And okay. that was really fun because, like, I met different people through there. And now, like, I'm friends with some of his friends. And it's just, you know, I'm a very open person. I love talking. And, like, yeah, so. same here. I love it. <laughs> so, love yeah. It. That's great. That's great. I'm glad. That's, that's good for you. I'm, I'm glad you're not shutting people out. That's that's cool. But so what do you think about the future of the horror genre? You Like, like on the platforms, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're on you know on twitter and you know you said instagram and reddit so do you think some of the interest in horror is kind of getting stale or is it growing is it waning what do you think i have seen a lot of people going back to like the 80s horror slashers um i feel like a lot of people uh me including um i'm i'm never i don't know like i haven't been really excited about the new movies that are coming out uh it's more yeah, i agree it's like like you said like kind of well you asked if it's stale i feel like a lot of the movies coming out are just eh whatever like they'll have I like know. a good one or two kills but i don't know i from the people that i've seen on instagram especially on twitter everyone's always just like rewatching the old ones because i think the 80s and Classics. 90s made the best horror movies that 
and they did like, it right. Yeah, they did, they it, did right. it right. And I don't know what's going on lately, but I don't know. There was which movie did I watch? Um, oh, it was on Shutter. I forgot what it was, but it was just so bad. <laughs> it was. Just, I know. <laughs> I, a lot of them were trash. And I put it on because I'm like, all right, I want to be scared. It's Halloween, but I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing. I don't wait for October to watch horror movies. I watch them year-round. But Ditto. La- um, <laughs> the other day, after work, I turned on The Shining and scared the crap out of me. I was like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. even after watching this, after, like, two years, because I haven't watched it in two years, I'm like, I'm still scared. This is still such a freaky movie. It's- Psychological thriller. Exactly. It's but great. But nowadays, it's like, eh, okay. But I do, I will say, I'll give it to... Uh, the Conjuring movies, I really do enjoy those movies. They're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything else, I'm just like, eh, I don't know. I don't it's, have high it hopes seems for like, it. It almost seems like they, they want to jump scare you only or they want to try and gross you out. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, that's not, that's not all there is. Exactly, so. yeah. That's, I don't know. I mean, maybe we're just too we're too much of a critic, huh? <laughs> we've been, maybe. We've been uh, spoiled. Maybe. Yeah. We've been spoiled, I think. But honestly, so. I'll... I'll rewatch Child's Play a million times and still be like freaked out by Chucky or um, I know Pumpkinhead. Um, yeah, Pumpkinhead? but I actually Ooh. okay. So one movie that was pretty recent that I liked is Trick or Treat. Mm-hmm. I really like that okay. movie. That movie was that pretty, was that was good. That was a good that movie. Was good. It was like I don't know. I just really like Sam. Thought he was cool. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would say and it. I liked the new It. I think that was pretty decent. But it was all right. It was I all right. It was, okay. it was, like, pretty decent. It wasn't, like... Yeah. But... It wasn't f- awesome, fabulous. Yeah. And that's the thing that I think, with our generation especially, we're we're so excited to get so hyped up and, you know, like, let's really hype up these movies, and then we watch them, and it's, like, we're so hyped up that it's a letdown. That's kind of how mm-hmm. I feel. And, I know. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping, like, there's a new movie... Oh, one genre i really love are like the found footage movies though i will say those have been done pretty well so there's like the vhs movies um hell house was Mm -hmm. really good so those type of Mm -hmm. movies i really enjoy but anything else that's like supposed to be like big production i'm like eh i don't know i'm just you know so just give me like one or two movies like off top of your head that you that you were really disappointed with in like the last five years oh okay let's see off the top of my head just one or two okay um i was actually kind of disappointed with malignant i wasn't like okay i don't know i like it was creepy i guess but i wanted more from it i kind of felt like it kind of fell flat yeah a little bit like i thought it was decent everybody was like oh my god it's such a great movie i was like did i watch the same movie because i wasn't I wasn't 100% like, <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, okay. So I was reading a book at the same time. I was, but I still <laughs> haven't so seen the new Candyman because I'm hearing mixed reviews. Same and, here. And I haven't seen Old, which I'm also hearing mixed reviews about. But, yeah, I was saying. And that Shyamalan has, has screwed me over so many times. That <sighs> Everyone just, says that. It's, just, and it's so true. It's so true. I can't. I can't. I, I don't really. Every time I'm like, all right, I'll give him another chance. And I'm, I'm like, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. Like, 
like, God, why am I keep watching these? Because <laughs> I, I, I keep feeling I'm going to, you know, it's going to be the sixth sense all over again. That yeah. type of oh, God. twist, and it's not. God, I love that. That was, like, a really good movie, actually. And I don't know. really well done. If you watch this show, um, What We Do in the Shadows, but yes, um, Haley Joel Osment was, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He was. He's um, so big now, huh? <laughs> I know. He was Topher, right? That was his name. Yeah, Topher. Yeah, yeah. He turned to a zombie. Oh, my God. I was dying. Yeah. I was like, is that, that really? Was, that's a good show. <laughs> that that's is a such show. a great show. My friend actually told me about it because I've been sleeping on this show, apparently. And he's like, mm-hmm. Danny, you have to watch the show. I like I he said he's like he saw yeah. it and he's like, you're going to love this show. Just watch it. So I kind of binged good. all of it. And I'm I'm on season three right now. But I. I usually wait for the season to be done so I can binge it straight through. I don't like waiting week to week. So that's true. That's true. Is so, it on that, season that's three? That's how I now? am. It's on season three now, right? Or is it's, season season, it's on season three, but it's not okay. done, right? I don't, I don't think, think so. Okay, because I just so got to I'll season three, episode one yesterday, so I okay. might have to like wait till it catches up and then re- and watch it. Because I'm the same, same way. Here. I just like to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to wait each week. I'll watch it all like one night or something. Yeah, I actually did <laughs> that with Game of Thrones. I waited for everything to be um yeah done, and then I just binged the entire series. Were you Were you satisfied with with it? Not the ending, but I mean. Not the ending. No, but... I've I, had mixed reviews, too. But. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it could That's have, okay. It, it, it could have went differently, but it's okay. I know. Every, everyone says that. I, I, know. I just see it as not everyone's going to be happy, right? Yeah, that's true. But I overall, so, I love the show. Like, I yeah. absolutely love the show. Like, Daenerys it was, it was, was well done. my favorite. But, it was very well done. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so we'll, we'll come to the end. We're getting... To the end, pretty close. So I just mm-hmm. want to ask a couple more questions. So, so what keeps Danny dreadful up at night? What, what, what worries you? What concerns you in real life? Hmm, it's a good question. I guess just, I just really want my channel to grow, and I want to make a living out of being Danny dreadful, like being a horror okay. narrator. So mm-hmm. lately, I've just been like thinking of ideas on how to grow my channel, and like even. I, um, I started getting, I was on, I'm on Spotify now. So trying to grow that a little bit more as well. And just always thinking of ways to be creative with my channel and think of things that other narrators aren't doing, but that I mm-hmm. could do and kind of make my channel different, but also still keep it in the horror narrating genre. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to go romantic comedy, that type of stuff. Right? Oh no. Someone had actually <laughs> said that, um, um, I like should start reading like erotica because of my voice. Oh, really? And I, I said, was, it a, was I, it a guy who asked you that? Um, yeah, I politely declined though. I just said like that's not <laughs> that's not it's not my thing. <laughs> I'm like I'm more into just. He, reading he probably horror. wanted you to do it to him. Just just read to him personally. No, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> just joking. No. <laughs> but it was just um, you know um, and then a lot of people, not a lot of people, but a few people have said I should try my hand um at ASMR. But I don't know if okay. I do that, that would be like a separate channel, I feel like, or I would sure, like incorporate yeah. like creepypasta ASMR somehow. But mm-hmm. um, I feel like I need to get my sound 100 percent before I even touch on that, because like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still learning how to edit and everything like that. So sometimes my sound yeah. is a little weird, but um, uh, yeah, that's something I would consider. But yeah, that just keeps me up at night, just trying to learn how to grow my channel and be a better or the best Danny Dreadful that I could be. Yeah, that's good. So, 
that's that's probably what's what's next for you then just just main collabs writing more um you know asmr like what do you think's what's your biggest thing in the works um the biggest thing i have in the works right now is doing a um kind of like an anthology book of all my stories my creepypasta stories and selling it on amazon um but besides that also i want to get on um fiverr or like another audiobook so i can start actually narrating books for horror authors yeah so i've been looking into doing that um but for my channel in general i'm just trying to do more collabs trying to reach out to as many people as uh will listen basically mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but yeah that my biggest thing in the works is by like the middle of next year i want to have a compilation of all my stories and um put them into like and self-publish on amazon that's great yeah i, I have no doubt you'll get there i mean it sounds like you're blowing up fast and people love you except for the one or two and i'm sure it'll be no problem Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. Like, I love doing it. Believe me. Like, this whole thing, it didn't start out as a way for me to make money by any means. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a creative outlet for me. And I just absolutely love doing it. You know, it's, everyone does something different. I mean, it's and, and, you know, the thing is, is not everybody has a voice for it. So you should be thankful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> you know, that, I mean, I just, just got to say, you know, you, you have a good voice and you can read stuff, you know. So trust me, there's been people I know that have tried it and I'm like, oh, like cringe. Like, I'm sorry. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to be mean, but I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to follow them. Yeah. You know, I just can't. And so it's it's not for everyone. So if you can do it, hey, more power to you. <laughs> so why don't you plug yourself, you know, wherever you're at, your um, Twitter, YouTube, OnlyFans, whatever you got. Why don't you plug it? <laughs> no OnlyFans. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry, um, I meant Pornhub. Pornhub, yeah. sorry. So, Go <laughs> On Instagram, um, you can please follow me. Um, it is Danny Dreadful, Danny dot Dreadful on Instagram, and on Twitter, just Danny Dreadful. So, and on my YouTube, my YouTube channel is um, Danny Dreadful as well. So everything, and it's spelled D A N I E, Dreadful. So there's an E because somebody actually had the name Danny without the E, so I had to edit oh, it. <laughs> but gotcha, she doesn't post gotcha. anything. I was like, oh darn, but it's okay. What a rip off. <laughs> Um, yes. What a rip off. So, um, yes, that's Danny with an E. Dreadful. Okay. All right. So anybody who's wants another person and you know narrator, you got Danny Dreadful here. So thanks, Danny, for stopping by. I appreciate it, and it was lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. All right. Well, talk to everybody soon, and Danny, we'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>